Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. another episode of black girls texting um audio might be a little funky the girls are traveling i'm in boston chelsea pinky's in new york but we're gonna make it work welcome ladies and it's How 7 a.m bitches it is it's early the early bird gets the worm i'm happy to be up this early it's been a while i'm not deciding how i'm gonna use my day in a different way now i wake up at 6 a.m typically i know you but, too but it's like to get up and be camera ready that is the difference you know that's why on red or reply i'll go i literally just came up with this in my sleep i am leaving the anxieties of transitioning on red i'm you know transitioning in life with work and other things and it's funny because like I'm usually so like, all right, everything's fine. But I think it's like the day of you get kind of like, whoa. So I'm literally going into my new office today and like turned off my video by accident. Yep. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that's going to bring. Um, and it just is kind of frustrating because like I feel fine, but my body like reacts. Like I, I literally have like, like inner, like, um, but I'm going to go to the gym and try to like shake it out and just get it, get it done. Also, like, let's be real as a black person, whenever you're going into like a predominantly white environment, you really never know what's going to happen. Or are they going to be like, oh my God, you cute little Negro. Like, you don't know. You never what know. no one's gonna say that verbatim but like 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 the way they like talk like oh like those things where you're like oh my god I don't need this my boyfriend was like you're a trooper I would need to be like so high all the time to be around like a bunch of strangers (laughs) like sounds like you have a little anxiety you can't quite do that on my yeah not not on the job yeah (laughs) I was like "Mm." but yeah um so what I left that on red. Um, I'm gonna reply if 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 you guys are watching the YouTube. It's my little calendar that my therapist gave me because she understands that I'm very type A and a control freak. So she literally said, print out a calendar of May and I need you to write a book uh every day what you're gonna do for self-care. So yesterday I started a new book, and this week, every morning, I have to do 10 minutes of meditation. And every day, for the most part, during the week, it's pretty consistent. Like this week, it's meditation. Next week, it's morning reads or morning walks. But on the weekends, it's like museums, new workout classes, try a new place to eat on a bucket list, explore a new area of New York City. Like I have different activities for self-care. And I love that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, well, I know you really like to plan. So here you go. And I was like, I'm so excited. I literally was like, I printed out the calendar. I was like, oh my God. She was like, so you have something for every single day. And I was like, yes, I do. (laughs) Like, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I think I'm going to do a little quick, like Deepak, 10 minutes of meditation. And I think that'll be good. So yeah, that's my story. I don't know if it still exists, but I know at one point, if you had an Amex, you could get the Calm app for free too. You could, and I used up my my thing already. It's like a yearly long oh. trial. Oh, mine was like okay, whatever. We can talk offline. Mine yeah, like re- glitch my- in the system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, mine's still going, and I have. Oh, paid. okay. No, I'll look into it. I'll look into it then. Maybe I'm incorrect. Um, I can go. So I am replying to a few things. The Burna Boy concert in New York City. Fire. Replying to that. That's the whole reason why I came back here. Well, one of the reasons. Also replying to Marlo Ham- Hampton getting a peach. I didn't watch the episode, so don't ruin it if you guys watched it. Oh, I didn't see you it yet, watch? Okay. but I'm so okay. proud of her. <laughs> it's also kind of like, oh gosh, Andy is such a little bitch because I feel like he's doing this because he's beefing with Nini. Yep. And I feel like Nini was always like, she's one of those friends where like, I feel like she doesn't 
she wants to see you do well, but not better than her. So she never wanted Marlo on the show. Mm. But now Marlo's on the show. Marlo should have been had a peach. Like, come on. She should have been had a sh- She'd been bringing. They've had the most random ass people on that show with peaches. And Marlo don't got no peach. Right. Marlo is a whole storyline for main characters. Um, so I want to give that to her. And then I am leaving on red the fact that I'm like literally allergic to New York City because I got here. My eyes turned red. My nose is stuffy. I'm sneezing. I had no serious symptoms of allergies. You were ill. <laughs> yeah, I had no serious symptoms of allergies in California. And apparently that's the thing because there's no dramatic season change. Um, so, yeah, I've been I mean, I've just woke up, so. It hasn't attacked me yet, but yesterday I was at Dumbo House working and it was so embarrassing. I was just like, hachu, 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 nose dripping. Oh, no. like, I was like, God. So, yeah. I feel you, girl. Uh, any day now, these allergies are about to come and kick my ass. It hasn't happened yet, surprisingly, but I feel you. The devil. Um, I'm going to reply to one of my best friends just finished visiting me for the past week he lives in the UK we used to live together and travel a bunch together and we're like super close just right before the pandemic and then the fucking pandemic happened and so I haven't seen him since October of 2019 and it was just amazing to spend time with him over the past week like just just beautiful like he went to his next destination and we were texting later like yo bitch like we really needed that like that was so special to have that time together um and in general I feel like the past week I've been seeing beautiful little moments that have reinvigorated my belief in humanity only slightly like we were sitting outside having some lunch and I saw this car of like friends drive by they were like bumping some music. I can't remember what it was now, but they were all like singing together. And in that one little moment, I was like, that is just the cutest, like slice of life, happy moments. You know, um, I went to a friend's father's surprise 70th birthday yesterday. And when he walked in and saw all these people in his life that he values and loves so much, he like burst into tears and all his friends came over and hugged him. One of his friends was there, knew him since the seventh grade, was talking about how he'd been, my friend's dad has been with this friend through all the ups and downs of her life. And it was just like super special and mad cute. Um, What am I leaving on red? Like not much. Probably the fact that we're up recording at 7 a.m. right now, a little bit not uh, enthused. Um, But again, I'm going to use this day to the fullest. Okay. Are, are you going to go to your workout class? Yeah, I have a workout fucking class. Wow. What workout is it? I'm going to go spinning in like two hours. I'm going to do some early work, send in some emails right after this so nobody can say shit to me. I thought later. you were East Coast hours. I'm confused. West Coast, you mean? But you were like, I'm the only person on the East Coast, so I work East Coast. Yeah, no, I'm supposed to work East Coast, but then... People I'm on like, the West Coast, in two hours? <laughs> they be up, they be up at 3, 4 a.m. all types of time. So I want to, I want them to see shit in their inbox when they wake up. They be up at six o'clock in the morning. They up right now, I'm sure. <laughs> they <laughs> are awake sad. right now. <laughs> That's sad. At 4, 15 a.m.? Absolutely. They're up. Yes. All right. I'm wondering if anyone has like a hotline bling. I feel like last time someone was playing on Chelsea no you left that on Brad I was like someone was playing on Chelsea's phone oh yes they was playing on my phone um, um I have something I can report back about later but you know they ain't paying for this so let me not name them there is a certain um dating app but is it really dating I'm not sure oh um for like people with fetishes and kinks and who are looking to be like unicorns and people's relationships and stuff. So I joined it over the weekend and my people have been pinging me down child. And I, you know, keep forgetting to reply to these people, but Wait, it's an that interesting what app though. That's what you're trying to do now? Be a <laughs> Not a unicorn, but <laughs> for some like transactional experiences, not, without money but you know please please watch the youtube for Chelsea's face she said hmm <laughs> that's just, what we're doing no judgment i just was asking yeah i'm fucking crying 
Um, so oh, Glenn hasn't been getting any. Um, the father has exited her life. So she's oh, he's exited the chat. He saw us at um, when we were out the other day, and usually he gives me a big hug. That man waved. He said, "Hello." To say it's because I was there. Yeah, I was like, Maybe "Yo, here. I'm dead." Because <laughs> I know he don't bangs with Sade. I'm weak. Hilarious. I got overwhelmed if you guys are with like a bigger group. Um, I also. Um, I was going to say I should have replied to the gay sex party that I went to, but patrons will hear about it. Patrons will hear about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I also, it's not that my hotline's necessarily been blinging, but a few people have sent me this tweet. Um, Kemi underscore Yondo mm. tweeted, Black girlies living in LA, make sure you go, make sure to go to NY to remind yourself that you are fine. Oh, yeah. That you a fine what? That you a fine ting. She oh. followed up with in the tweet by saying, my doctor once asked what birth control I was on, and I said being a black woman in LA. Oh Jesus! Well, like, somebody wow. said somebody posted that same thing and was like, "Boys from LA will come to New York and chase down the girls for like for, they'll come to New York for the summer and chase down the same girls they've been ignoring all year in LA, like the same type of girl or some shit like that." That's Do you get the I'm tweet? Though? I, mm-hmm. I think I get the tweet. I think it's because like in New York. And it also just might be like a different culture. Like you walk outside and people on your body <laughs> in New York and LA. It's like not, I don't, it's not that same vibe. And I also find that like when I lived in the Bay, like I would go up and approach people or, you know, I love a good eye fuck and niggas would be very like timid. And I'd be like, yo, what's up? Like people would be like, are you talking to me? I'm like, yes, because you've been staring at me for 15 minutes. So what's up? And they'd be like, oh, um, uh, uh, and I'm like, you want my number? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, even just being here a few days, New York men are very aggressive. Very. Walking yes. down the street. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm even wearing a ring. Um, but no I think the tweet also, because someone who's from L.A., told me that LA is like a very like colorist city. Oh, well, that's how I interpret that too. So that's, yeah, I was like, do they mean like black guys in LA kind of want to be in these like interracial or like exotic oh, girl that's... relationships? Um, but lucky for me, I don't have to deal with the dating <laughs> bullshit. So it's definitely part of it or like a certain body type. Like New York, yeah. while it is definitely harassment, you definitely get a little confidence boost out in the streets. I was literally on the mm-hmm. phone with Glenn and the man at the bodega was going in like, you're perfect. Wow. And I was like, thank like you. Have you very strong eyes. I was wow. like, somebody talking about your eyes? Right. Like, strong eyes. Beautiful, beautiful. Everything beautiful. Nice jacket. Wow. <laughs> oh, he was Jamaican. You're no, a Jamaican magnet now. Like Arab. No, it was like... Oh, Arab. It was like Arab, but <laughs> like... that accent, maybe. Yeah, you sounded Jamaican. You were like, nice jacket. Oh. <laughs> okay, that my accent was terrible, but, you know. Well, you know. <laughs> it, was, it was a, you know, it was giving ock. Mm-hmm. Not, a, not a poppy. But still, the poppies will bag you at the bodega, too. They will. So will the cat. I would say the cat, the everything. <laughs> It's, no, don't. Yeah. it's a it's a different energy but la girlies you're all beautiful you don't have to look like period one of chris brown's many clones to feel good about yourself yeah. no shade to the ladies that he sees but he has a <laughs> weird type distinct type karuji is <laughs> my girlfriend i saw her in real life she's so cute she does look like, adorable yeah and she seems like a sweet girl yeah. Yeah. Well, let's jump into the group chat. I'm very excited about our guest. Y'all know our guilty pleasure summer house. And now it doesn't even have to be a guilty pleasure anymore because we got two black girls on the show. Yep. So let's hop in. My good sis, that's a black girl doing shit. Hey y'all. So we are so excited to be joined by Maya Allen from Summer House. Y'all know we are 
big fans. This is our guilty pleasure. But Maya is not only a member of the show. She's also worked as a restaurant consultant and owns a cookie business called The Need and is this week's Black Girl Doing Shit. Welcome to the show, to the group chat. And thank you so much for joining us. I mean, I am a Black Girl Doing Shit, so it seems appropriate, right? Absolutely. <laughs> much so. <laughs> Very much so. Okay. Um, We're hype. I don't know if. I was gonna say, I don't know if this is allowed, but I'm going to ask anyways, because why not before we get into it, because I know episode 13, if you guys are listening, we are recording this a little early. So I don't know what the hell episode's going to be out by the time this airs, but was episode 12 on Monday. So episode, episode 13 was, was the most recent. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to go home and okay. watch it tonight. Okay. But the last episode was episode 12, which was like Danielle's bonfire event. Got it. So we might get some more context in coming episodes, but I'm dying to know. <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> what is a cutie. He's very cute. He, he's, he's still around. I was, I just was telling people like, we don't have a title or anything like that, but like, he's very much around knows my dogs that that's like if you know my dogs you're in yeah <laughs> so yeah I mean it's been I don't know I met him in August so we've had some time but we're taking it slow I Wait. saw he was with you on um watch what happens live yeah that's great support we love that yeah he came supported me and then got thrown into the fire got mic'd up and was scared shitless but <laughs> <laughs> he handled it well so I think like I think that's honestly a very good test I yeah. think now that I'm on television, that not that there weren't tests before, but the tests are even harder now. So I think that was one that he did pass. Yeah. And was and that an like- organic setup or? I didn't like- know that he, I truly did not know he was coming. Um, I didn't know Danielle had him in mind. I actually do remember seeing him at Southampton Social that Friday before. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the same Friday you see like Lindsay and Austin come back from their dinner or whatever you want to call it. Um, I know that Oliver was there and I saw him talking to Danielle and I thought that they were speaking about me, but I will tell you, I always think people are speaking about me. So like, I didn't think much of it. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the way we met is exactly how it happened gonna say this guy just like comes to this party and now he's on watch what happens live so he's going through the whirlwind but love to see it we love the black love he has great arms so go girl. great arms I always <laughs> he's like a big guy which is not something I'm used to really like he's like a six two like big guy I always like I always just call him like a big man so yeah I'm enjoying the arms <laughs> up well, I really wanted to play a game with you. Let's do we it. Like occasionally play games with guests. And I, I felt love like games. you'd be a fun guest. I knew it. See, I just pick up on the vibes of the guests who like the games. I love okay. a good game. So we haven't played this one in a while. We call it like text etiquette, basically like oh, texting etiquette. I'll be good for this. Okay. <laughs> because as Black Girl Sexing, we're always, you know, we have a multitude of group chats. Yeah. First off, do you have a lot of group chats? Um. I have a lot of small group chats, like two, like three people, four people max, okay. not like a 10 person group chat. Cause I will not respond. Okay. Yeah, that's DMD. <laughs> exactly. It's literally on do not disturb. I don't read them. I don't even try to like, you know, skim it. I just don't care. I'm like, chances are this has nothing to do with me. <laughs> so there's no group chat with you and your cast members. That does exist. Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually pretty quiet right now. <laughs> Um, uh, things were yeah it it, it's it's become very quiet in the last few months now that the show's airing it's Mm. pretty much radio silent but it does exist and again I don't generally say much in that all right so that actually that wasn't even a a formal question of text kit but you are the do not disturb oh my phone stays on do not disturb no matter if I'm trying to reach you or not like if you actually know that it's important you will double call me and that's oh. how you get my attention okay so then red receipts are they on oh. or off off because I do read your texts generally I just don't respond right you're not trying to get caught <laughs> out here <laughs> yeah. or it's sometimes it's not even malicious like I'll look at it and be like oh okay like let me get back to that in a second and then you know three days have gone by and then at that point I'm like am I really gonna 
reach out anymore. No. No. Yeah. That's fair. Sounds a lot like me. If you need (laughs) me, recall me. (laughs) Yeah, but aren't your red receipts on or no? They're on. No, I turned them off at this point because everybody had a problem. (laughs) She had them on. So you were reading things and still not responding? Yeah. Because that's that's a little like savage. (laughs) (laughs) Buka. The dog barked. She agrees. You you think that's savage? (laughs) She didn't like that one. Okay, um, the next one. Uh-huh. How oh, soon to text after a date? Me personally texting after the date? Yeah. That's assuming that they don't text me first. Oh, so are you like waiting for the guy to text you first typically? I'm not waiting. It's just never happened that they don't. Hmm. So, but that's not to say I wouldn't send the first text. I don't really like, I'm not shameful. So I can. I will absolutely send a text, even if it was, if I'm feeling you and like, we had a good time and you're home and I'm now home, I will be like, I'm home. <laughs> had a good time. Good night. Love <laughs> that. Of the sort, yes. you know? I had a good time. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I feel and like girls shouldn't things, be shy like, to do that. It shouldn't and feel be like, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, but I think that we're shy. Guys are shy. They don't know. I mean, we don't, we give men far too much credit. They don't know how to act. So why would we put it in like in their court? Like we might mm-hmm. as well just take the ball. Okay. But aside from the like generic, I made it home, had a great time. Mm-hmm. And then if he says, okay, great. Glad we hung out. Yeah. But then doesn't text anything back. Are you I'd leaving like, it? But you liked him. I would leave it, but I would still be like, well, what is that about? Okay. Like you don't have anything else to say to me. Yeah. That's kind of a red flag. You need to be excited about texting. Right. Like don't make, don't make me feel excited for then you to not feel excited too. Cause then I will retract my excitement. Oh God. It's <laughs> all so complicated. Okay. Yeah. I, I am a complicated one. No, no. I mean, I feel the same way. I'm like, hmm, what would I do in that situation? I don't know. The streets are ghetto. They really um, are. <laughs> it's hard out here. What is your most used emoji? Probably like the hands, like the, I don't know. The shrug. The shrug, yeah. Like I said it and Ooh. I would say that's. Oh, I have a question. Damn. Do you change the skin tone of that emoji? Of course. Um, I have, I was going to say a condition. It's not a condition, but like I personally believe that I'm darker than I am in real life. Oh and my God. Shade so- is the same way. Okay, so you can relate. Um, and you, my Glenn. sister and my family are consistently like, um, we get the message, but like that is not your skin tone. <laughs> so if it, it depends on who I'm texting, like I'll definitely go darker if it's not my family, I won't get called out for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, what about okay, because Glenn has a friend or had a friend. Oh, do I need that- to know that story? <laughs> that was white and he would and he would use dark skin emoji okay and you know i was reading once that a kardashian does this too and i don't know you can go google that that. doesn't surprise me at all i don't agree with it i will say that i i had met a guy in like the last six months that i was texting and i thought he was a white man but he was texting me with brown emojis and I could not understand for the life of me what was going on there, but I couldn't figure out how to like articulate that via text. So when I, <laughs> when I finally met him, it was very clear that he actually is brown, but the mm. pictures I had seen, like he's of Arab descent, mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. He, looked, he looked white passing to me. So I was, I almost didn't even want to go meet him because I was like, is this an identity? What? Like, is there something going on here? Digital black face we call it <laughs> oh is that it oh i mean that's yeah. that. i'm yeah. gonna use that <laughs> wow chelsea's coming with the hard hitters um sending <laughs> nudes sending nudes um i mean i think there's a time and place i don't believe in like unsolicited i don't believe in receiving unsolicited pictures but would you nor do i believe in unsolicited? sending unsolicited pictures no let me <laughs> yeah how does like, that work for women because i feel like yeah that is kind of a double standard like if you just got a dick pic you might be like ill but you would assume if you sent a man like some titties they'd be like yeah and they might <laughs> yeah, be like, like i've been on a train at 11 a.m and received a dick pic 
that I did not ask for. No. Also, like, this is not the time or the place. There's there's no mood here. I'm literally surrounded by strangers. What, what are you, not even, like, a good morning? Yeah, honestly, I had to, like, take my airplane. What is it? Not airplane. Airplane. Airdrop. What? Airdrop. <laughs> Look at me, Grandma Charles. <laughs> um, I had to take my airdrop off because on the train, you'll get random. Oh, I don't get those. I kind of, I would, I would actually prefer that. No, that could be kind of interesting. Like match dick. the dick to the person. And I'm like, who is this on the train? It's a game. It's, you know, you don't have Wi-Fi. You know, play a game with with the people in your car. <laughs> no, thank you. I love that. But okay, gentlemen, if you are listening, we are curious. Do we need to get consent to send you nudes? I feel like majority will say no, but we're we're in progressive times, right? You know, I'm like I I don't know if consent is necessary, but I think that if we are if if the conversation is going that way sure but like if we are talking about the weather and then suddenly you are sending me a nude that's a problem oh see that's very on brand for me no I find (laughs) that like that's really we're talking about some other shit why are you sending me your body like it almost feels a little bit disrespectful like you're not paying attention if I look at my phone and I'm like this like, I don't want to have that reaction. I should be like, oh, not like a, oh, like, why am I getting that right now? You know? Honestly, yeah. I haven't even sent nudes in the longest time because my boyfriend is like a 90-year-old man. He replies like, wow. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> or he'll be like feeling frisky. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, no. no. <laughs> I, I do believe that I, I kind of have. I, I think that that's my response generally because I get so uncomfortable and I'm like, I don't know what to say. So I think I can relate to him. <laughs> Not like it's hard. I, I've, I've definitely men, used a wow. I've definitely used a wow. <laughs> like, oh, you just send wow. like some water drops and the tongue out. That's oh, always my see, like response. I've literally never used either of those emojis, <laughs> but I can try. <laughs> Give it a shot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really trying to assess you right now i'm like it's confusing right airdrop nudes check (laughs) i think that that could be far the drops or like if i'm at a bar and you decide to airdrop me something i think i would absolutely have a good time with that i think you should recant that statement because you're in new york and all these you're gonna start getting all these airdrops and they'll be like well she said she wanted not recanting it we'll we'll have this conversation again and then we'll talk about how it goes (laughs) actually crying (laughs) Um, the last one is if you are an avid show watcher would you like have a group chat to talk about your show like we are always talking about summer house in our chat it seems like you wouldn't because you would do not disturb kind of girl so probably not (laughs) yeah I I mean I do have my friends that are also very into Bravo that we do talk about like did you see Real Housewives or whatever but that's usually on a call so no I don't think that Mm -hmm. I would be like because I don't watch shows in real time and I feel like most people don't anymore and like I don't have I don't have cable so how am I going to talk to you about it and not spoil it for you or vice versa okay I have a question since Mm -hmm. you're on Bravo outside of Summer House what's your favorite Bravo show Real Housewives of Atlanta maybe Potomac yes classic classic yeah have you met any of those cast members yet I actually met Kenya like three weeks ago, just in passing. And I was, How was that? surprised. First off, she's much smaller than I like expected. She's far more smile, like very like chipper. We were in a hotel. Um, I think she was filming Celebrity Family Feud the same day I was, but like we weren't going against each other. Um, and her hair is real. Because <laughs> the girls want to know. I'm a, I, I, I have a soft spot for Kenya. You know, I do not. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. She's been through a lot. I, I, I do feel feel for her with what she's going through with Mark mm. and her mom and her mom. Yeah, the mom thing is not. I guess I like kind of moved on from the mom thing. <laughs> How but, did I? I'm like, okay. I was like, what about her mom? But yeah, you know who is also <laughs> there with her is her. What's her friend's name? Like the light skinned boy that's always with her. Oh, the one who's like bought candy. I don't know. Yes, yes, he was there. (laughs) But yeah, he's always there. Always. And Aunt Lori was there. Oh, Oh. we love Aunt Lori. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. Okay, this is a Bravo household, a little Bravo chat. (laughs) And now a word from our sponsors. 
This episode of Black Girls Texting is sponsored by This Is L. This Is L is period care inspired by nature. L tampons contain organic cotton without the organic price, and they have a 100% organic cotton core. L is the number one cotton brand in feminine care in the United States, and I can let you know that all of our group chats are talking about it. Actually, just the other day, my homegirl came over and she saw my box of This Is L out in my bathroom, and she literally screened and we had a nice little key about how much we love the brand and how much using it makes us feel like we're doing something good for the earth and also makes us feel good that we're not putting something in our body that can be harmful. So we definitely suggest that you check out This Is L. Go to thisisl.com and tell them that Black Girls Texting sent you. Our friends at Ulta Beauty shared a few product recommendations for keeping your curls juicy and joyful. Ulta Beauty recommends using the following products in your routine to help in prolonging your protective styles by keeping your hair healthy and hydrated. First, cleanse with Sunday Sunday Root Refresh Micellar Rinse. This lightweight and gentle cleanser is color safe, sulfate free, and keeps your scalp and hair fresh between washes. Ulta Beauty's next recommendation is Kemet Biologics Burdock Root Buttercream, which provides rich, lightweight moisture for fine, thin, afro-slash-coily hair, delivering 24-plus hours of moisture without the buildup, perfect for dry, medium-low porosity hair. We'll finish with Rizzo's Curls Nourish Oil, which is made with 100% pure essential oils to provide a radiant shine. This lightweight oil quickly absorbs and penetrates, providing moisture and minimizing frizz for visibly healthier looking hair and scalp. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Ulta Beauty or Ulta.com to shop all your hair care essentials now. And now we are back with more Black Girls Texting. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. chat. Okay, so we're going to get into more deeper conversation as we like formally step into the group chat but um this has been really fun thanks for being a good sport and I have to share we interviewed Sierra last year and we Uh were like freaking out when she was on the show and like (laughs) happy to see yeah like some diversity because honestly like Summer House like a guilty pleasure like if you ask me if another black person asked me do you watch Summer House I might be like do you watch Summer House (laughs) honestly I almost I almost opened that (laughs) with like do y'all watch summer house (laughs) um yeah so i i I grew up in predominantly white spaces i've generally always been in spaces that are predominantly white so i didn't even think about that being a factor going into the summer into sharing the house with these 10 people i thought that if anything it was a matter of like fitting in and figuring out you know my voice amongst these people with also very loud voices Mm -hmm. um but the first party was like very polarizing. Um, I think that we open our house to friends, but then friends of friends and like friends of friends of friends. So we end up mm-hmm. having like such a mixed bag. I, I didn't get hit or punched in the face on the first night, like Andrea did. But like, if that sh- goes to show you the type of people that were in the house and the, the things that they were doing and saying, it was just like a little bit unhinged. So I everyone assumed I was related to Sierra um, or like, can I get a towel? I just got in the pool. I'm like, no, first of all, like, no, I cannot get you a towel or like, do they think drink. They, that the summer house pool parties have staff? <laughs> right. I, honestly, I, I might, I think that maybe that is what they think, which I'm sure many parties in the Hamptons Bro. have staff. I'm just not a staff member. I'm and also fucking we disturbed. Don't have <laughs> staff. Like, so no, I can't get like. Also, you're in my fucking house. Asking me for coffee. And I was like, first, I don't even drink coffee. Like, I don't know how to use the coffee machine. And also, no, like, I'm not your barista today. And um, so I think that after that party, I was like, ooh, this, this might be a little bit harder than I realized. And mm. this seems like a. Uh, general group of people that are like in a way like desensitized because the the focus is so much on like having having a great time having fun yeah um, and not thinking about the cultural or social issues that are existing within the world or even in New York honestly yeah I mean that's kind of like what those 
we, we did an episode a long time ago called Caucasian Vacations and <laughs> talked about how those sorts of places are designed to be utopias for a certain type of traveler, white, wealthy, where they can sort of put themselves in a bubble and yeah. the realities. Yeah. 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 Which I think is what's really interesting about having you and Sierra on the show is you're able to sort of like pierce that bubble in a way. Mm-hmm. But then that leads to some difficult conversations that you've that you have publicly on yeah. the show. And yeah. you have to get super vulnerable. I think that um, even having that conversation, you can see initially like people are caught off guard, like, oh, how could this where did this where is this coming from type of thing? And I I think that that in itself needs to change like the narrative of this needs to change there is a different experience as a person of color in america period especially in not or predominantly white spaces and we're not doing anyone a service by not talking about it like these people my housemates need to understand what it's like if you're going to be my friend if you're if if i'm going to be in the same space as you for three months like you're going to have to have some level of understanding of what it is that i go through and vice versa Yeah. And I appreciated you for having that conversation because I feel like Sierra on the first season was kind of like alone, even though maybe people might have tried or like felt they could connect to her. Like you were the only person that could truly connect to her. And like in that scene, like you guys are like holding each other and it's like so beautiful to see. And also like disappointing in a way for me because I'm like wow like we still have to have these conversations like it sucks like yeah and it always falls on our people to do it Mm -hmm. and like uh, that in itself is tiring I feel like 2020 was a tiring year for black people we had to explain so many things that we experienced and we had to also take a lot of things on the chin while our Mm -hmm. brothers and sisters are getting killed for absolutely no reason and yet I'm or we are still the ones responsible for explaining these dynamics. And I'm not usually the person to explain. I'm, I usually run from the conversation, to be honest, just because I'm like, I don't want this conflict. I don't ever feel like I'm going to get understood or heard the way that I want to, because unless you're in my shoes, I can't even imagine how you would get it. If you're born with so much privilege that you don't have to think about these things, then who am I to tell you to start thinking about me? But I think it's everyone's responsibility. And, you know, moving forward, I hope that we can create positive spaces that people not of color are bringing up these conversations. Thousand percent. I want to give a shout out to Paige in this moment because she steps up on some allyship and also just as Paige like is a, a real ass friend. She really <laughs> is down. Like Paige is all the way down. Like Mm. I, I can't even speak to it enough and when I watch an episode I don't cry watching me I don't cry watching Sierra but watching Paige's reaction and response knowing how genuine it is that's what always brings me to tears I've seen that episode like four or five times out just her face that's what gets me yeah I also, also like oh go ahead I was just gonna say I also enjoyed watching her as a friend I know we're like talking about this stuff but like when she was getting ready to like handle Lindsay um because of the you know the whole Austin situation Mm -hmm. also I have a question because you're obviously on the cast with them and you're you know developing genuine friendships Mm -hmm. is it weird to like be questioned and have to talk about like your friend's drama all the time it's weird and like some some things I'm like I don't even feel comfortable speaking on this but other but going back to back yes the drums and you said sometimes it's not comfortable to talk about do you have yeah. any thoughts on the Lindsay Sierra? Messy. That's yeah, what the viewers want to know. Yeah, we need we need the tea. I think I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't believe there's any way she wasn't aware of what Sierra felt. <gasps> oh my Jesus Lord. <laughs> um there's just no way it was talked about so much I knew about Austin the minute I walked into the house I knew about him in the car ride to the Hamptons with Sierra and Paige so how knowing that winter house happened knowing how connected they all these people are and how they're actual friends there's no way that she didn't know yeah yeah to watch it back I honestly before watching everything back thought that maybe Lindsay was extremely naive to this and just was entirely focused on herself watching it back it feels like there were multiple opportunities that Sierra did try to have a conversation with her 
that was just shut down completely. So to see that happening, was it three times? Yeah. I was like, damn, like this didn't have to get to this point. And also Sierra did try to have that conversation in the conversation that they did have after our pool party at Capri, Lindsay said there was nothing there. And then, you know, for this all to end and to say that like, oh, I was putting my stake in the game and like, it's, I, I do care about Austin. I'm like, what is the truth here? I don't even understand. Yeah. There's just Girl. also so many boys in the Hamptons. Like who cares about Austin? Literally, yeah. And we see her in the next episode with somebody else. Yeah. Luke. I, I oh. will say she's living her life, but not. Yeah. Like other people. I, I, I I, I don't believe in the sh- in the slut shaming. I don't think that that's appropriate. I think that, you know, she has to take some responsibility in the Austin situation. I still think Austin's hundred percent at fault, but I think that she was yes. free as a single woman to do whatever the fuck she wanted to do, which she did. Um, it just sucked that it all, I have to get this dog. It just sucked <laughs> that she ended up doing something that affected somebody in the house. Like, yeah, because there were so many dudes that she was talking to and like was making instant connections with like, why not just leave Austin alone for the weekend? What I will say is I'm glad this brought to light that Austin ain't shit. But was Austin shit before to people, though? I think people blamed Austin's girl, but people blamed his girlfriend, the block. I forget her name, but from Madison, right? Madison. Yeah, yeah, I I don't watch Southern Charm. Me either. Yeah, it's it can be a little problematic sometimes, but it's entertaining. Um, but people. Damn, Chelsea, uh, you a Southern Charm girl. Sh- Wait, yeah, that's one you gotta keep on the low. That 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 might yeah that might be something just keep to yourself. I've been watching <laughs> since Catherine, who's the redheaded one, before she was pregnant by Thomas. Yeah, I've been watching that show. Okay, let me ask you because I met Vanita this summer. What show is she on? she on Southern Charm? I think she's on Southern Charm. She okay. was their first person of color castmate, which brings me to another thought. How do you feel about that? Like, I feel like Bravo now, all of their cast have at least one person of color. Do you feel mm-hmm. like it's a good thing? Do you feel like it's some sort of like tokenism? Not on your show, because there are two of you at least. But, but like, how do you tokenism. feel? Yeah. I think that I didn't, I think that I felt like I had a larger chance of getting on the show because I was black for sure. And I know that given the racial climate and everything that happened, especially during the pandemic the last two years, it's only, it's, it's the only smart move to start adding diversity to these shows. There's diversity, well, very little in the Hamptons or not in where we were in Sag Harbor. Um, And it's also funny that you say you guys were in Sag Harbor. Did they tell you guys that that's a historically black part of the Hamptons? Shut up for real. Yeah. Where? Oh yeah. No. So so Sag Harbor. Filmed. So Sag Sag Harbor is historically black, the historically black neighborhood in the Hamptons, but it's actually slowly becoming more white because you know property is expensive and gentrification. Gentrification. Yeah. That's prime real estate. No, but, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, I think that. What I can say is that my experience in the Hamptons is only when I filmed the show. I have not been there before. Mm-hmm. I have not been okay. there after. So I only saw the part of the Hamptons that I was shown and where we were able to film, where we were able to, I don't know, coexist. Like we were only allowed at one beach. We were only allowed at like one restaurant type of thing. Um, so I think that all of that considered, I'm sure there is a part of the Hamptons that I'm not aware of. Like, I remember one time we were out there and people were like, yeah, I'm going to Wyclef John concert. I'm like, well, where? Because I know that that's not near anything that I've seen around here. And also what people are going to that concert. Um, I'm sure the white tees love Wyclef. I hope they do. I hope everybody loves Wyclef. <laughs> but wait, with all that being said, then what drew you to the show did you audition to be on it like how did this all happen okay they found me um it was you know through my friendship with Paige which was not a deep friendship by any means but like something that was blossoming and um I think that I I, honestly I thought it was a joke when they started considering me like for real I was like there's no way my parents were like this is a scam just stop talking to them don't give them your information like you're being played and once they were like we want you I was like you listen I'm gonna I'm not spontaneous I'm not impulsive I'm like type a 
like super organized. And I was like, maybe this is like something I need to do to push myself out of my comfort zone and to do something different. So I was just like, what the fuck? Like if I regret it, I regret it. I can do it one and done, but I don't want to be on my deathbed. Like, oh shit, I fucked that up. And okay, I don't know if I can go here, but your ex had been in the Bravo world. Did that like feel, did that make you more comfortable? Um, I don't think it made me more comfortable. I think if anything, it made me more skeptical at first. Like, did you find me through ah. him? Is this yeah. to like further That's what I too. some level of story? Like, do you guys want information on my recent breakup? What is it? Um, but when speaking to production and everyone behind the scenes, they didn't know. So it was actually like my, it was the first weekend that it came out that who my ex was. And they were like, wait, what? Like, oh, we just hit a gold mine type of thing. Um, so no, I, so I messy. it was messy. It was a little messy, but I think that in a way it was more comforting to know that I just like wanted for me and not like for my connection mm-hmm. with him. Although of course it became mm-hmm. that. And how are you feeling now about like being in the public eye in an even bigger way and, you know, more seasons to come? Nobody can imagine that this would be their life, right? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, it's been somewhat manageable. I think that filming over the summer to watch everyone like see the cast come into Southampton Social, for example, everyone was always like, oh my God, summer. And I was like, holy shit, like this is going to be a lot but it's not like that on the day-to-day there have been moments that I've been completely overwhelmed uh Sierra and I went to go support Paige at her Giggly Squad show in Boston and my mom dropped us off like very innocently and we thought we were like sliding in the back and gonna support and like move on and we got mauled and I've like I was honestly scared we got separated instantly people saw us right away I was like being touched by a thousand people. I'm like, oh my God, is this what life is about? But honestly, that's a one-off. That's not real. I walk my dogs every day with no makeup on and I go to Whole Foods like everybody else. And I go to Trader Joe's and I do my thing and life isn't very different. And other than like, you know, people saying either really mean or really nice things to me in my DMs. Mm. and how do you handle the mean things yeah mean things i'm like mean what's there to be said mean about you girl if you know people are evil people but like on the show like you are nice to everyone like everyone's gets along with you i'm like what is the you know what i'm saying haters are gonna hate regardless yeah i'm like you're not i'm not for everyone i've never been for everyone and i think that was a reservation going into this like i have a very strong personality i always say i'm an acquired taste i don't usually like hit it off right away with people um it's like a learned (laughs) learned relationship it takes some time to understand who I am and vice versa so yeah I think people make snap judgments and they don't know the other thing is like we're getting edited people don't remember that like that's not how things always played out in that way or like in that moment or there could be background that no one sees or there could be other conversations that happen that squash things that no one is aware of so it's like very hard to not want to clap back which I I have not clapped back at anybody yet which is truly truly I want to give myself a pat on the back because like my claps are a little spicy and I haven't wanted to do that yet (laughs) (laughs) and I haven't I haven't done it I honestly find myself (laughs) wanting to clap back in support of some of my castmates more than in support of myself but that's just kind of who I am as a friend Are there any castmates you think are just getting unnecessary shade? I think Sierra's had a pretty tough season. Um, I think that people went in with a lot of judgment beforehand. And so even in these very like vulnerable and human moments, they're not really giving her um, the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of editing, like that scene where there was like the physical moment of the drink, I was like, how do people not understand that this was like edited? Like you don't go from just like talking to just mm-hmm. throwing a drink immediately. Correct. Like it, there was probably some escalation and like mm-hmm. that yeah, was intense I, though. I'm glad you up. didn't get hurt. I was actually the only one that left bleeding, funny enough. But oh, I'm what? I just hurt. <laughs> listen, I 
I am accident prone. Like this is just who I am. I don't know if it's going to make an appearance, but I fell down those stairs in our house at least 10 times on camera. <laughs> oh my God. So <laughs> like, it just made sense that I was the one that stepped on glass trying to like run away oh, from, the, from the stuff. So like, no, yeah. But yes, that whole conversation was obviously much longer than the five minutes it was shown. There was a lot more to it. Other people are getting involved and chiming in. Um, I still didn't ever expect it to escalate to the level it did. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm laughing because they edited it and have like Andrea like outside like crying. That that's <laughs> that part was true. <laughs> and then the girls are like going at it, and I'm like, what the fuck? Is going I was on the, the whole show. end, and I see Andrea crying, and I'm like, what is this guy crying about? And then like, as soon as I'm worried about him, and he's up and gone, like there's wine being thrown. So I'm like, here, like it's Friday night. Just another it's night Friday in the summer night. Right. I have I have a now. question. Yeah. So. I, I think you're very likable. I think like you seem like you're easy to get along with. Is there any pressure on a show like Summer House to like bring the drama? Um, I think, yeah, I think there is. Like, I, I think, you know, while we are living our lives, it's not scripted. We are not told to do anything. Um, we are making a reality show and reality shows survive on drama so I think that it's not the type of thing that you can like I can't go to Paige and Sierra or anybody and talk about somebody without production saying well now you're going to go have that conversation in person which of course I would do anyway um but I again like bring the drama I don't really know what that means I'm like I'm just going to be me if somebody comes at me the wrong way then maybe drama is brought but not necessarily (laughs) on purpose um so yeah. I think something else like where we see a lot of drama happening is like through the parties it's a lot of parties obviously summer partying yeah. turning up it's a lot of booze involved and I feel like there was a comment made after that incident between Sierra and Danielle that it was the red wine that contributed to the whole thing but I, I know I watch um Kyle Kyle always really seems like he's on one I don't know what I'm getting at here but just something well, about I don't know either <laughs> And the mistakes well, that might like, be made what? and like just the kind of shame that might be tied around it. Sometimes I'm watching the show like, oh, they're lit as fuck and they yeah, don't even yeah. know what they're doing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that's the nature of that's some, like that's a relationship and that's like a problem or conversation you have to have with yourself like whether or not you want to get to that point that you're so litty that you're not necessarily going to remember and have to live it out on national television. I yeah. am not that person. Um but I've never been that person like regardless of television I've never been to the point where like I'm so sloppy I need to be taken home type of thing like I like to be in control of myself and my body um and I think that that ended up benefiting me for the most part because I was able to see through it I know that there were things I reacted to because of alcohol of course that's just natural but I was I felt I felt like I was always coherent yeah very cute I thought I thought I did yeah, definitely. We'll see for the next few. <laughs> <laughs> True. We still have a couple more to go. Okay, so, you know, Bravo going to probably try to kill us, but, like, what's on the horizon? What can you share? It's April. Summer's around the corner. I can't share anything about next summer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know anything about next summer, so it's not like I'm keeping anything from you. Um, okay. I think that... What I can talk about is the reunion and the reunion didn't really have a lot of resolve. So I think that going into the summer, there would be a lot of shit to discuss. It seems more mm-hmm. divided than ever. I have, I have a question. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> you, you can ask her. If we she just keeps saying, like, I have a question. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> we have planned questions and then like new ones keep popping up in my head okay so you were engaged we see on the show that kyle and amanda are going through this prenup thing yeah i saw on watch what happens live you were just like yeah prenup prenup yeah. always prenup yeah can you explain the why do you still feel that way i 100 feel that way i didn't always feel that way i was much more sensitive to the idea of a prenup when I was 
engaged or at the very beginning of my engagement, I felt like almost offended by the idea of it. Um, but that changed very quickly for me. And I did my research and I realized that this is a protective for me and my partner. Not only that, like if we are breaking up, I don't want to have to deal with like you get this and you, I get that vice versa. Like let's have this stuff like planned out so we can have an easy amicable break. Do your thing. I do mine. Call it a day. I also like, I'm not a chump. So like I have my own and I'm not looking to lose that to be with anyone. And I'm also not with someone for theirs. So I'm, I'm hundred percent team prenup. Cool. Agreed girl. And speaking of having your own, Shadi mentioned earlier that you have your cookie company, The Need. What mm-hmm. else do you have on the horizon? Anything else that we should be looking out for? And where can we get the cookies? Yeah, uh, theneedblog.com. So what I'm, my newest, I guess, venue, the way I'm sorting this out now is I, and this is always my plan because Beyonce is my idol, um, is that we will be doing like Beyonce style drops of cookies. So it's like set amount. You're on the list, you get notified, buy them or don't. So we're going to be doing a lot of drops, especially now that the season's coming to a close. We'll be doing them for the reunion, for the finale, et cetera. Um, and, you know, the response has been completely overwhelming. I, the one episode that they featured the cookies in for even a second, like that just blew up the business to Amazing. a point that I was not ready for. Um, but it's been a very good learning curve in terms of learning how to produce just this crazy amount and also to learn the power of Bravo. Bravo has a lot of stands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was literally going to say, like, if you think about how successful like Loverboy has become, even mm-hmm. like I was, you know, I don't, I do not stand the Kardashians, but I did watch the ABC special on them. And they were talking about how their show is just like a 30 minute commercial for like whatever product they're selling. And like, that's really when their money started going up was when they started pushing their own products, which is And that's also why I did the show. Like I was like, okay, so I can get paid essentially to advertise. It's paid, I'm getting paid to advertise my product versus what I would normally do to pay to advertise my product. Why would I? Next season, just eat the cookies. Them. every all day long just nibble I'll, I'll leave that to kyle kyle <laughs> a lot of cookies this summer <laughs> was well, there anything else that you would like to share you want to give us some secrets <laughs> these girls and secrets i, I love secrets. Know, i don't even know what a secret would be i would love to give you guys a secret i just don't have them for you hmm. or maybe i don't think it's a secret hmm. okay okay well i don't Go ahead. What's your question? Okay, your boyfriend's not going to listen. Or I, it's boyfriend. not boyfriend. It's not boyfriend. <laughs> your, um, who you're involved with now is not going to listen. No, he but if, if mm-hmm. there's anyone or is there anyone in the house that if, you know, no one? Yeah, I thought I saw a Carl thing happening. They tried to make Carl it is seem- with Lindsay. What are, are you? Yeah. Not now, but maybe in the beginning. Yes. No. In the I, beginning, they're trying to make it seem like it's a thing. I never thought felt any vibes with Carl I think that we were we built a very like solid friendship this summer um he was like a great sounding board for me but the minute I walked into the house I sat down with him I had that conversation with him he was like I'm 36 I'm newly sober my hairline's receding I think I'm balding he was like he literally started listing like everything about himself and I was like great love the openness but also like that's not really how you approach a girl that you're trying to get with so to me instantly I was like this is a friend and that's Mm. how that's where it stayed that's I have to say I was like girls we have to have Carl on the show I just love him he seems like the sweetest he Um, he really is a sweet guy and so I'm glad that you guys are able to have like but the yeah. friendship. He seemed like a nice person for you to be able to talk to. Like when you yeah, I mean, once in. everyone got like you know super litty for the night, it was usually me and Carl chatting about God knows what in the corner. <laughs> um, and I feel like I relied on him. I and I also think that's why the episode when I do have the race conversation was especially hard because Carl wasn't there that weekend, and I kept being like, "Damn, if I had Carl, I feel like I could just like let this out in mm. a way." And I would feel like a little bit, but like, that was like my sounding board in a way. Like yeah. that was like mm-hmm. my, my, my buddy. And so to not have him, I felt a little bit more isolated. 
Love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for being so open and honest, keeping it a buck. And fingers crossed that we (laughs) see you this summer. We'll see. And regardless, wishing you tons of success. Thanks, y'all. This was what would you do? All right, you ladies, one of you has a what would you do? You both have what would you do's? Somebody got to pick. Okay, I'll just do mine fast and then we can do another one. This one is very silly, but I saw it on Spiritual World's Instagram. My girlfriend never seems to wash before I give her oral. No. I'm- no, I saw this. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. No, please, can I read it? Please, can I read it? I've noticed that every time I go down on my girlfriend that she is a bit ripe. I haven't brought it up to her right. because I don't want to hurt her feelings. But this morning, she was really smelly. I don't mind if it's if she smells a little funky. In fact, I kind of like it. We were both really into it this morning, though, so I kept going because she was enjoying it so much. I feel like because I have never mentioned it before, she must think I really like it. But this morning was extra pungent. She has really big lips, and I've always noticed she gets a bit gruely. What? What's gruely? I think it's like a British person. Something about oh. that. I didn't see British. I don't know. Yeah. But this morning was like stale piss. And oh! Like, and a bit like prawns. Yeah, because she like... said prawns. That's not in British. <laughs> I felt like it was kind of gross, but it was, was also a mega turn on. I'm not sure what to do. Nigga, pick a lane. <laughs> Why are you writing it in? You like it. Leave it alone. It's done. Because she's going to come out with a clean poom poom. You're going to be mad. <laughs> it seems kind of gross, but I'm still very turned on by her so massively and loving giving her oral. I've asked her if she wanted to shower before we do it, but she prefers to shower and clean up after we have sex. It's a fair enough argument to me. She also says she gets aroused by her own scent which I think is kind of hot, but I'm not sure if it's dirty because I just do it anyway. I'm not going yuck there, yum, but you just need to tell her like, okay, you know, I like it medium, right? But not like, like we need something and move on. And if that's what y'all like, that's what y'all like. I could (laughs) never do that, but that's just me. So yeah, figure it out. Cause you sound like you kind of like it. I just hope so. he's not getting sick or like getting <laughs> stuff in his, on his tongue. Not sick. Probably has strep throat. Yeah. Oh my God, no, guys. Gonna, it's, it's just sounds like a, a lot of stuff is happening in there. It just can't be. Bacteria. All the, yeah, like mad bacteria. Like too much. And fungus. <laughs> Vagina produces good bacteria, guys. Well, but hers yes. is producing bad. <laughs> I'm going in on this lady. It just I had a guy crazy. tell me, like, I was like, all right, I need to, like, you know, freshen up. It's been a long day. I've been walking around the city. And he was like, don't. And I was like. Eh, eh. Yeah, some of them say it's like a little seasoning. Hot. Yeah, like, just a teeny bit. I was like, oh, my God. That's, na- like, it's nasty. But, <laughs> um, I, was, I mean, I did it. She yeah, was fine. did, bitch. <laughs> but not smelling like, ooh, I don't even want to think about that letter, bro. Not oh prawns and stale piss. Yeah, the stale piss is Grooly. like. It's what? I'm gonna have to look that up. Maybe she's not uh, like. Is she like a poor wiper? You know what? I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Keep. Go, what's yours? What's yours, Glenn? Okay, a friend of mine uh, just broke up with their partner a few months ago, and the partner was going through a little bit of a tough time and did not have a phone. So my friend gave them one of their old phones. Oh, and my friend has been using the phone for the past few months, and it's kind of funny. I think I've talked about this before. That in my phone, the friends, like the the number was saved as my friend's number twice. Mm-hmm. So I'd be trying to call my friend, but then I would call their ex by accident, and then I would have to act like I meant to call the ex. And the ex caught me a couple times and was like, "Bitch, then just go call the person who you really wanted to talk to." Anyway. My friend's dad hits him up like, yo, has somebody been using the old phone? Because it's been used at like 90% capacity of like the monthly usage. And I thought you didn't have that phone anymore. Like what's going on? Is somebody stealing my information? Like he was mad concerned. And then my friend 
told him like, oh yeah, actually I've been using it. Sorry, but <gasps> you could cut the phone off. Like I don't need it anymore. So he's going to cut off the ex's phone. Does my friend tell the ex, give him a heads up? Mind you, my friend has been trying to text the ex just random little things and the ex never replies. Oh, then no. Never to speak to him ever again. Then no. I was going to say, yeah, it's just like, just be decent. So he's yeah. out traveling toxic. and he doesn't have a phone, but like, Tell no. the two of them, cut it off. <laughs> stop being fucking toxic and fucking crazy. Yeah, they need to stop. And cut off that damn phone. <laughs> what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Because you know how the narrative could change, right? Like, the ex could be like, wow. He cut off, he my, cut off phone. my phone. It's <laughs> your phone, nigga. It's not your phone, number one. He could take that phone and throw it in the toilet and pee on it if he wanted to, because that's his phone. It's not your phone. And my thing is, I would have like some self-respect that I would want to get my own phone like really fast. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I wouldn't want to be holding on to my ex's phone well mm-hmm. for months. But Everyone's different. Sometimes. I mean, I will update for the purposes of no, never mind. I won't. Um <laughs> that, that, that. no, that's a mess. Yeah. I can't even fully comment. I'll talk about it on the Patreon. Cause you know I could go in. But all right, y'all. Hi guys. And you guys know where to find us. Black girls texting everywhere, except for Twitter, where it's Black Girls Text One. And get your merch. Oh, we have a TikTok. We have a TikTok. Yes. Wait, call to action. We have a TikTok. <laughs> the TikTok is Black Girls Texting. I shared the link on our Instagram, which is also Black Girls Texting. And we want to grow that platform. So please, if you're on TikTok, follow us. Love you. Oh, gosh. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye.